Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Ready? Done. Judy. Boop, bop, a doop. Judy Moody. Boop, boop, bop, a doop. Okay, one more time and let's go. Judy Moody and the. One, two, three. Ah, boop, bop, a doop. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Judy Moody, Mood Martian. Book number. Twelve. Chapter number. You remembered I was trying to trick you. One, two, three. Oh my gosh. Chapter six, Nanu Nanu. Before Judy's friends got her to the house, she shoved piles and piles of her lacy finger knitting chain into her closet and shut the door. This way, her room would look neat and clean, a la Jessica clean for room finch. Now the only thing out of place was a tangled mangle of yarn by mouse. But thanks to her friends, that mess would be solved in no time. When everybody's when everybody got to her house, they tried to guess what the weird and wild and crazy thing that Judy came up with this time. I bet we're going to make the Eiffel Tower out of icing, said Amy. I bet we're going to build a pyramid out of jello, said Frank. I bet we're going to prank Stink with Judy's periscope, said Rocky. Nothing like that, said Judy. We're just glad that you had one of your crazy ideas, said Rocky. It means you're back. Back from where? Never mind, said Rocky. Just tell us what the thing is. Judy led them upstairs. Her mood pillow was propped against the door. Smiley face out. She flung open the door into her room. Ta-da, she called. Rocky froze. Frank gaped. Jessica blinked. Amy took off her glasses and put them back on, like she isn't seeing it right. Judy's room was neat as a pin, but right smack dab in the middle of the floor was a giant puddle of yarn. A muddle of yarn. One big humongous mess of tangled up yarn. Welcome to Yarnapalooza, said Judy eagerly. Yarnapawada, asked Jessica. We're going to have a yarn party. Our mission, should we choose to accept the dare, which we will, is to untangle this yeti yarn. This is your big idea, said Frank. You're from another planet if you think this is fun, said Rocky. said Amy, pretending to snore. I'll help, said Jessica Finch, picking up the yarn. Oh, picking up a thread of pink yarn. Come on, guys, it'll be fun, I promise, said Judy. As much fun as watching socks dry, said Frank. Then you guys think of an idea, said Judy. In the meantime, Frank, hold your arm out. Why me? Frank Frank asked as he held out his arm. Judy pulled out the big mess as she found the end. She started to wind. She started to wind, ha ha, yarn around Frank's hands. She wrapped and wrapped until the yarn, wrapped the yarn in a circle. Green yarn turned to blue yarn, which turned into red yarn. Can I put my hands down yet, he asked. My arms are killing me. Not yet, said Judy. Hey, did you guys know about balls of yarn called a clue? 
So you're clueless, said Rocky. Get a clue, said Judy. She cracked herself up. Hey, I know, let's play Clue, said Amy. Or, I know, a level three spelling game we could play, said Jessica. Rocky flared his nostrils. Count me out, said Rocky. Let's be detectives again. We could, oh nice, we could solve a real life mystery, said Frank. You know, like when we did when that, that puppy, Mr. Chips, went missing. Great, said Judy. Her friend smiled and nodded, eager to hear what mystery was going to be. I have an idea. Quiet, everybody, hissed Rocky. Judy's going to get getting one of her brainstorms. Judy held a bright idea finger in the air. Let's solve a mystery. <sighs> to untangle this blob of yarn. Oh, said Rocky. I thought it was going to be something big, something good. Something scary, said Frank. Something interesting, said Jessica. Something not boring, said Amy. Or, said Judy, we could just play Jessica's three-level spelling bee. I call yellow, called Rocky, driving for some yellow yarn. Brown, said Frank, elbowing Rocky out of the way. Purple, called Judy. Pink, called Jessica. Everybody pushed through and shoved, trying to get their favorite color. I would choose green. Yeah, I know you would. Guess what? I know how... To read colors, Amy told them in the in the ruckus of the down after the ruckus died down. My mom has a whole book about it. What does brown mean? Asked Frank. It means that you're weird, said Amy. Oh. Interesting. Is this like mood yarn or something? Huh? Just kidding. Most people pick blue for their favorite color, especially boys. But brown means that you like nature, you're strong, and people can count on you. Frank held up one arm and flexed the muscle. That's me, Iron Man Pearl. Now me, said Rocky. Yellow. Yellow means you're like the sun, you're cheerful, and you have a good imagination. Cool, said Rocky. And you make cr you make babies cry. Huh? Gotcha. Actually, yellow makes babies cry more. Yellow, yellow rooms do make babies cry more, but blue calms people down and green helps you read better. What? Oh, you're getting a green room, queen. Green and yellow. Yellow makes babies cry more. Okay, that's... Well, you're not a baby, so that's good. Wait, I'm getting a baby. Oh, gosh. So what if your room... Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. You're going to have a crybaby reader. <laughs> Do pink, said Jessica. Pink is the color of love, said Amy. Oh, Jessica's in love, Rocky teased. In love with spelling, said Frank. How about, how about purple, asked Judy. Purple is the color of kings and queens, which means you'll be rich and you're creative. Sweet, said Judy. Stink poked his ha head into Judy's room. Can I borrow $5? I don't have $5, but you're going to be rich, right? Stink, I told you not to spy on me and my friends. She's so mean to him when her, her friends are around. Eh. Mom needs you downstairs for a minute. Then hold this. Judy handed a stick, uh, a stink of her ball of yarn. I'll be right back, she said to her friends. But when she started downstairs, she could overhear Stink whispering with them. Mom didn't need her. Stink just had made that up. Judy hurried back to her room. Everyone had fell silent. Rocky poked Frank with his elbow. You tell her, said Frank. Tell me what? We want you to take a test, said Amy. A test? What is this, school? Mm, 
more like a quiz, said Rocky. An alien test, said Stink. Like those magazines, magazine quizzes that Mom's always taking. Think of it as a game, said Amy. She cleared her throat. Ahem. First question. Do you like the color green? It's only my seventh favorite color, second favorite color after purple. Why? Do you eat Mars bars? Asked Rocky. I guess sometimes. Why are you asking that? Do you wear sunglasses? Asked Jessica. Um, when I'm at the beach, yeah. Why? Why do you want to know? Do you ever ride in a spaceship? Asked Frank. Like an outer, at outer space land and at outer space land, I did. Do you hold your breath when you pass a graveyard? Stink asked. Doesn't everybody? Do you ever answer questions with a question? Asked Frank. Huh? See? I'm telling you, Stink said. Do you ever say, I'm, I come in peace? Asked Amy. No. Yaha, said Stink. We were searching for Bigfoot and you did. How many times have you seen the movie E.T.? Said Rocky. Tons of times. But you guys have too, right? Do you ever say, Nanu Nanu? Nanu Nanu? There, she just said it. Proves it, said Stink. Proves what? That I passed the test? Oh, you passed all right, said Stink. You're an alien. A for real outer space alien. Judy, called Frank, peering into those glasses. Are you in there? Ring, ring, a plupa, yarn palooza, yada, yada, nanu, said Judy. The room got dead quiet, outer space quiet. Nobody blinked. Amy looked at Frank, who looked at Rocky. Jessica popped up. Um, I just remembered I have to go, said Jessica. Amy nodded and got up. Me too, said Rocky. Me three, said Frank, tripping over Amy and Rocky to get out of Judy's room as fast as he could. Cheese Louise, thought Judy. Try to be in a good mood and your friends mistake you for an alien. Judy ran over to the window. Hey guys, she called out. I was just saying thanks for helping me untangle my yarn. But her friends were already halfway down the street. Their backs to her. Aw, poor little Judy Schmoody. Okay, Peyton, my eyes are getting like so heavy. I gotta go night night. Oh my gosh, we were in the car for three hours and I'm so tired. <laughs>